Good morning, fuck demons. Welcome back to Sex News with Ray. We have a special episode for you today. We are not going to be talking about the news because I'm sitting here with Marissa. Hi. You'll remember her. She is my business partner. We are sex educators together. We teach a bunch of workshops and we are hungover as fuck. As fuck. Because we went to a soccer lounge <laughs> last night. Yeah. So we thought, well, actually Marissa had never been to a sex club. So just to paint a picture of what's going on right now, I'm sitting here in the nude. Marissa is currently removing last night's makeup so she can apply today's makeup. <laughs> <laughs> we just ate some cheese and had our coffee. And we I did mention that we're hungover. Yeah, you already did that. Okay, did. great. Yeah. So perfect. So everyone now knows exactly what they're getting out of this episode. I've had four Motrin. <laughs> four Motrin. <laughs> I've had none, but I did wake up and chug three glasses of water. Jesus Christ. That was a good time. Mm -hmm. We hung out with... Yeah, Elle was there at some point last night. And her partner. And her partner. And um, who don't listen to the podcast, I think. But shout out to them from the platform as well. Paul and Terry. Mm -hmm. Oh, I don't know who was. Can I meet them? Yeah. Mm -hmm. <laughs> shout out to them. We had a great time. So uh, just because Marissa had never been to a sex club before, I figured this would be a really great time to talk with me, the sex club expert, with um, Marissa, all of the misconceptions she had about a sex club, or at least my sex club, before going into it, and now how that has changed. Yeah, and there were a lot. Like, in... Like, the only concepts I had of sex clubs before was movies and TV and what I know of, of like, the Calgary scene, because uh, I'm from Calgary, and... It's it's very different. Do you want to tell us what you thought you were walking into before you tell us what you actually walked into? Yeah, I had this, I, I guess like I had envisioned either the sex club that you see on like CSI where it's like... Um, the one with the pigs and a yeah, trough. The exactly. one that we show. Yeah, yeah exactly. On our, um, I think it's Pleasure Empowerment Workshop. Yeah. Yeah, where we, we do show like, um, yeah, like a pig, like a guy dressed in a game suit um, eating from a trough. And, and yeah. she's yelling, like, good piggy, and she's dressed like a cowgirl. Yeah. And, and it, it was, it's, like, in the middle of this pit with, like, a balcony, and everyone can sort of watch them like be humiliated. And it's just, like, kind of thing going on. Yeah, the red, the dark lighting, mm -hmm. the dubstep music. Yeah. And then, um, but it was either going to be that, or it was going to be just, like, I walk into a room, and there's just going to be, like, several different beds all around the room. Like, like a bed. Like a mattress. No. Yeah, like a bed. Like yeah. a mattress. Um, But, like, in... I guess like booths, like a restaurant. That's what you were picturing. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> That's actually, yeah. It's very interesting to like be like, this is what I was thinking. And then, and then experiencing it and it's completely different. Yeah. yeah. Okay. What else did you think you were going to get? You were saying something like you didn't realize people drank there. I had no idea that people drank there. I didn't realize. This explains why you drank so much before we left. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> if I had known, I would have been like, there is alcohol well, there. We, I knew that there was alcohol there because you already said, you had already said like, we can get drinks there. But I didn't, I envisioned it as more of like a, like a couple drinks maximum kind of thing. Like not oh. so much as a club because of the consent piece. Like I had figured it was like, you can't get drunk there. Oh, no, no. Yeah. This goes back to adults consent under the influence all the time. Mm -hmm. You know, but we do have people who keep an eye out for people who are too drunk to consent. But, like, mm -hmm. we're all adults. Yeah. And also, some people like to have a drink to, like, loosen up. And I, like, because it was my first time, I knew that I needed to have a drink to loosen up. But also, I was, like, really, I was really excited to go anyways. 
Um, and the first conversation we ever had was like, I want to go to a sex club. Right. Yeah. So for our listeners, just so you know, one of the first things we had to do at our sex ed program was introduce yourself and like a little bit about yourself and why you're taking the sex ed course, the sex, yeah. like how to be a sex educator. And, uh, Marissa gave her bio and then I gave mine and it involved, like, I work at a sex club. I work in events at a sex club at the time I did. And, and then, then I, I quickly like, look, I remember actually before I called you or like messaged you. I remember looking at your website because you had shared it and it was just like dick pics and like, like art, dick art, 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 yeah. dick art. And I was like, this is, I like her. Yeah. And I remember you had said something and I'm like, she just seems cool. Yeah. yeah. And so the first thing she ever texted me was tell me more about the sex club. I really want to go. Yeah. I ha- I've always wanted to go. Like I, I, going back to like the times where I used to like steal my dad's penthouses so I could read them when I was homesick from school and nobody was home like when I was in grade like six and seven um yeah uh I like I'd read about sex clubs in those and I have been envisioning going to them and doing like group sex and like swinging and stuff like that since then but it's very different where I live I think and it's not as um what's the word here that I can use um like it's not as engaging I guess okay yeah like there's no pool there's no hot like you told me there was a pool and a hot tub and I was like I like what I envisioned for the pool was like maybe the size of your kitchen oh you thought like a small pool yeah not like a conversation pool that's like a regular pool yeah Yeah. so always just just history it was an old mansion like in Toronto and it then was a gay bathhouse and I think they put in the pool then Mm. but it was like a pool with like a sunken deep end and over the pandemic they filled in the deep end to make it shallow because all the people our height would complain about the fact that like you couldn't go in so many places in the pool yeah I was like, I was still on my tiptoes for like most of the pool. Yeah. But it used to be like that corner that you were in with that guy for most of the night. Yeah. uh, You would have been submerged with four feet of water above your head before the pandemic. Yeah. But yeah. Okay. So fun. Yeah. Okay. So those were your misconceptions. So tell me what, what, what is it like going in? What blew your mind? What was maybe disappointing? Tell me everything. Mm, Okay. Um, what was like going in? I guess I, I. Again, like, I just envisioned it weird. Everybody was really friendly immediately when I got there. Like, the bouncers were really nice. Mm-hmm. And they, like, talked to me a little bit, you know, because I'm talkative and I like to talk to yeah. pretty much everybody. And they, like, talked to me. And then um, I didn't envision that. I had these, like, in again, in my head, I had this, like, man standing outside and, like, taking Here's the door. Rope. Yeah. Yeah. Like, you can go. You know, like, you know, like, yeah. yeah, but it wasn't like that at all. Um, and then I didn't, I didn't envision a lot. Like, I didn't know what you did with your clothes or anything like that. I just, I assumed you'd go in like a trench coat for some reason and then like, <laughs> and then like go check, but like it didn't. Right. Like, yeah. And then you, at one point you handed me your coat and was like, here. And I'm like, all right, you're drunk. We're taking these to the lockers. It was really funny. You're like, here's my coat. And I'm like, thank you. We're not doing coke check. We're going to go take them to the lockers. It was really funny. Like, yeah, I was like, when we got there, I was pretty drunk. And like, like I told you this morning, like, I don't remember probably the first like 20 minutes of being there. Yeah. If you don't yeah. remember being read all the rules. We got red rules. Yeah. Literally you came in and you looked at the whole, the wall of text and the person, the staffers in the front was like, you're not going to read this. I'm just going to say it to you. And then you're going to say if you agree or not. And it was things like, um, yes, me. She started with, you are aware that you are walking into a sex club where there will be sex happening, but you do not need to have sex if you don't want to. Yeah. 
And then they said, sorry, not they, the front desk person mm -hmm. then said, um, you know, yes means yes. Anything but a yes is a no, maybe is no, you know, no photography, don't have sex in these areas, you know, like all of like those, those rules of like that you needed to know, but a lot of it was very consent based. Mm -hmm. And then there was another thing. There was like just a few other things just confirming that you knew what you were walking into and like what to expect basically. And again, like I knew what I was walking into. I also didn't. Yeah. <laughs> like, you know, like, yeah. Yeah. Just to make sure that you knew you'd be seeing people having sex and that oh, yeah. you knew that it was a pressure-free environment and things like mm -hmm. that. Yeah. Um, yeah. Okay. And then we went to, I showed you around very briefly, very quickly, because I knew that just wanted you to have a general idea of where things were, knowing that you would not be able to find your way around again after. But I just took you around super fast. And then we went and dropped off our stuff. And then we went to the bar and I had already told the bartender that you That's were cut off. To the hot tub. And then, no, first we did body shots. Do you remember the body shots? Not at all. So it was, um, body shots. yeah, because <laughs> because two of the guys we were with had the chest caves, the, oh, the pectisites yeah, yeah. them. So me and my friend. Did that guy do it out of my boobs, like you said? Yes. Yes, he did. Yes. So yeah, so me and me and uh, Lisa did like salt tequila lemon, but like the tequila was out of the chest of oh, our okay. of the guys. Yeah, and then, um, and then you put the shot between your boobs, and then the guy did the shot out of your boobs, and it was a fun time for all. And then we all did shots, but not you. You did water because you. you weren't allowed. That's fair. That's okay. very fair. Yeah. Uh, like again, before we left, I was, I like I was nervous. I knew I needed a little bit of liquid courage. Maybe you had a bit too much liquid but courage. But I had like too much liquid courage. And I had like three glasses, big glasses of gin in like maybe a an hour period. Yeah. 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 It was not the best way to start off that. But that being said, yeah, the bartenders knew not See to serve you. The bartenders knew not to serve you and everyone that you were with was not going to take advantage of you and was not going to allow anyone else to either. I felt safe. Like, and like that was a big thing. Like, um, if I had, if I had at all felt unsafe I wouldn't have drank that much just go, like going right yeah so like I already knew I was going to be around safe people and that you guys were not going to let anything happen to me which is why you didn't feel so bad about maybe over imbibing a little bit exactly yeah yeah and then after the shots we you wanted to go to the hot tub but I wanted to get a drink so I was waiting in line and then you wanted to clarify boundaries I'm right. telling you your first hour since so I don't remember. Okay. You want to clarify boundaries. So I had uh, one of the guys wait in line for me. We went to the corner because obviously if you're going to talk about having sex with someone, you don't do it in front of them mm -hmm. right away. If you're like, can I have sex with this person? Can I have sex with that person? I'm trying to figure that out. Mm -hmm. um, and then we figured out that and you were just very nervous about like breaking anyone's personal boundaries and rules. And then we got the drink and you sat in the hot tub for a while. I sat in the hot tub for a long time. I yeah. Think. And it was, it was really like nice. A long time. Yeah. And then the body painting opened up and yeah. And I waited for like 45 minutes in the freaking line for body painting. Yeah. Because it was so long. And then... Uh, I actually, like, I remember being on the couch there and she had us drop on that hat. And I thought that... I was so excited because she was like... Wait, let me take a okay. step back. Okay. So the event that night was the glow party. And so we had body painters doing like blacklight painting. And then Oasis was doing some sort of show that I really wasn't paying attention to. And as far as I know, it was something like they were had people that they were going to paint on... And you would like, it was supposed to be something like you would suggest what they painted, but then yeah. you, what was the actual thing? What do you mean? Like the suggestions were in a hat? Yeah, the suggestions were in a hat. And I guess I didn't really understand what was happening because I, like, I thought they were calling people up to get painted. And then what you pulled from the hat is what they painted on you. 
And I got really excited, I remember, at one point, because she had called on me, and I was like, yes, I get to be painted. And uh, Right. No. Or even, like, yes, you get to paint or, like, yeah. anything. No, it was just, like, I picked her my hat, and it was, like... Um, and I can't remember what it was. It was, it was uh, something, something like a painting tree. a happy little tree, like yeah. Bob Ross style. Yeah. Um, and then they painted that on the person who was up there. Um, what was the question? <laughs> I don't remember. And then you waited for 45 minutes after that to get, body body painted. to get body painted. And it was very quickly rubbed off because because we time. went upstairs. Yeah. <laughs> we went upstairs and had a great time. Yeah. 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 So, but I did get, we did um, psychedelic vibes. I remember that. That's fine. We, yeah. uh, we went up there and um, uh, the guy was like, what do you want? And I was like, I want like Lucy in the sky with diamonds, but like on my chest. And, like, you know, like, and then he painted a bunch of flowers. Cool. Yeah. That's fun. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So I do remember that when we were doing shots, everyone waiting in line was watching us. Because I, like every person who was waiting in line was watching us do body shots. Because they were like, what? I couldn't tell if they were watching us because they wanted to be us or watching us because they're like, what is this high school bullshit that these people are doing? <laughs> you like, never know, but it was really fun. That's like the fun stuff though. Like high school bullshit is high school bullshit, but it's also really, really fun. fucking fun. <laughs> One thing that I like about sex clubs is that like you can do that dumb high school bullshit and everyone is kind of like, they don't take themselves too seriously. You want to play beer pong where you shoot ping pong balls at someone's boobs at the bottom of the stairs. You probably can't do that only because of the fire hazard. Yeah. But people would be like, yeah, let's shoot ping pong balls. You know what I mean? I remember yeah. doing that in high school. I, I don't know if you ever I did think, that. Well, beer I pong. mean, like, I yeah. played beer pong like two weeks ago. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We actually, at my D&D, my dungeon master, um, we were coming home from, coming off a quest or whatever. And then I, we went to like a bar in D&D and, and uh, I was like, let's play beer pong. So she finagled it and we did beer actual pong beer pong at, in Dungeons and Dragons that's like, really funny like, as like a thing that's amazing this is awesome. yeah okay so that's sort of there and then we spent like a few hours up on the sex floor was that a few hours it was at least at least an hour a I mean, minimum like, an yeah. hour yeah I actually remember there was um because there was people like we like everybody was around um but there were people I didn't know there. And I remember at one point actually being like, they got fairly close to me. And I actually remember them. I remember pushing them away and being like, you're too close. Okay. And I'm sure they respected that. I'm sure like, oh, they for sure did. But it was like, I just, I very clearly remember that. Like, I don't know you. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That was, that was a lot of fun. Mm -hmm. It's fun. It's fun to be in a room of other people all doing the same thing, but like everyone's just sort of focused on themselves, except mm -hmm. like then you're not for a few seconds, and then like you are again, and then yeah. Um, I I do remember like I like um your friend led me there, and so we got there, and he was and he was like, oh, everybody's having sex, and I was like, yay! And I like literally just like dove in, dove in, mm -hmm. and was like cool, you know, like yeah, yeah, yeah. It was good. It was good time. Because you had been stuck waiting in line for 45 minutes and we're like, that's the thing. While you were in line for 45 minutes, that's why I'm like hours. Because you were in line for 45 minutes mm. and we were already there the whole time. Oh, okay, yeah. 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 So. So for me, maybe it was hours. For you, who knows? Again, I don't. And I think. Right. And then I was saying that at one point I actually left to go pee. Yeah. And then when I came back, I realized that there was a crowd. And I was like, excuse me, pardon me, trying to get back to my person. Thank you. And, <laughs> um, and I just, uh, usually I care about that stuff and I don't want people to watch, but I just did not give a shit. And I think it helps that I've had laser hair removal mm. in certain areas that I didn't need to worry about what were people seeing. I just didn't care anymore. Yeah. I like, I actually didn't even know there was a crowd. I wouldn't have cared anyway. And that would have been fine. If, like, well, maybe but... because there was enough people there that I was like, 
it's fine if they're watching, like they're probably watching everyone. Mm-hmm. They're not watching me. There's just, oh, people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know? Yeah. But I think it's cool that they were all watching. It's like, oh, I wish I knew that they were all watching. Because that would have been better for you? Yeah, actually. I like, I'm, I'm an exhibitionist. I like, like it when people are watching. So. Maybe you just knew secretly deep down, which is why you're having such a good time. I was having a really good time. <laughs> I told Ray before I got here into Toronto, and um, I was like, I haven't had sex in months, and the last time I've had sex was really terrible, and I'm like, I need to go to Oasis and, like, have sex, please. Yeah. 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 So, like, that happened, and then it happened. Okay. (laughs) You mentioned that you thought it was going to be, like, beds, like, in booths. So, what was the actual experience of, like, having sex in public in a space that's made for that, and, like, describe describe that from what you remember, because you were a bit more What do you mean, though, like... Like it wasn't beds and boots. No, like God, a no. Restaurant. Um, so there was there was the dungeon area um, where there was like crosses on the walls and like a swing and like furniture, like furniture. Yeah, you bend over to get paddled and stuff like that. Or um, fucked. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then there was yeah, like designated rooms that were basically just pat, like padded. Is that? Yeah, like uh, like not like, the like bed. crazy person like mental asylum. No, the walls are like, padded. Yeah, like. It's like a stuffed mattress bed. Like it's called a bed, but it's yeah. not a bed. It's like vinyl that's easy to clean. Yeah, with like the foam in it, and like yeah, everything's very cushiony. Yeah, and it was a room uh, that was the entire place was the red room. Yeah, the red yeah. room was like in the entire thing was like a, a bed, a bed. Yeah, but not a. It wasn't a bed. But like, yeah, like, it was it was bed like. Yeah. Yeah. Um and then I didn't expect like I knew again, I knew that it was four floors. I did not expect it to be four floors. Yeah. In I don't know how that works in my head, but like I don't I don't know how that worked in my right. head. But like I didn't expect that. Okay. There was a lot of stairs. Yes. It's definitely not accessible for people with mobility issues. Yeah. And uh it's so funny. Um I actually I remember thinking this like on my way down the stairs at one point. Because when we went to Casaloma yesterday, I was, like, conscious of people looking, like, I was like, I don't want people to look at my skirt while I'm walking down these stairs mm-hmm. at Casaloma. And then I still was conscious of that when I was walking around nude in a sex club. I was like, I don't want people to look at my vagina and, like, my vulva when I'm walking down these stairs. I don't know. <laughs> but... But uh, I was naked. So, like, yeah, like, it's it's, like, right. Yeah. That, that, the things that stick around. Yeah. You lost your shoes for most of the night. I did. Yeah. Yeah. Which was probably better for you. Definitely. I would have been like, I can drunk walk in heels just fine. I just like, meant more like, like yeah, like yeah. taking them on and off because you're not allowed to wear heels on the furniture. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm trying to think of the other furniture that was there. There was um... the shag and wagon. I showed you briefly. You might have been, you might not remember. I actually. I think I do. Okay. <laughs> like back of a van. Yeah. 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 And then, um, God, I loved the pool. That was so comfortable. And I guess I don't remember a lot of furniture, honestly. Oh, do you? So you know how when you're drunk, you say the same thing over and over and over again? Yeah. And like different nights, different drunk yeah. thing. The thing that you kept saying over and over and over again was, I'm just really comfortable here. <laughs> and like, I'm just really comfortable with him. Yeah. And if he's here, then I'm comfortable. I'm good. Yeah. And so I'll just be where he is. Yeah. And I'm here with him. So I'm comfortable. Yeah. And that was like you. And I was just like, I'm glad you're comfortable. Feel free to keep being around him. <laughs> that's what's making you feel good. <laughs> yeah. I don't like, I, again, it's, 
I just like clomped on to somebody who made me feel safe and I was like, and now I'm with them forever <laughs> like, um, for the rest of the evening. I know that person fairly well. Yeah. And I will tell you that he was not upset by that in the least. <laughs> the biggest compliment you can give him is that he makes you feel safe. Yeah. And so he was like, okay. Yeah. If you had glommed onto him and not had sex with him, he still would have been thrilled. And he still would have been like, I mean, it would have been nice, but you know, it was nice to be with someone who wanted to be like, he just mm-hmm. likes to be around people who want to be with him. Yeah. So mm-hmm. it was very pleasant. It definitely did. Everyone had a great time. Yeah. And then I think around 1 a.m. hit, 1 a.m. to him, and we hadn't had food all day. We yeah. had lunch at 2 p.m. I had a sweet potato. Yeah, and I was starving. I did have, I actually remember this earlier when we were talking about it. I did have toast yesterday morning. Right. But I had so like, I did have, I put vodka in my protein shake before we left. Jesus. That was what I had had. I don't know if you remember, but when you were drinking your gin, I had my like supplement protein shake, but there was no protein in it. It was collagen, a supplement, and like fruit. I remember. Blended. That, yeah. I remember. And you. I threw in vodka. That was like Amazing. my dinner. So, <laughs> yeah. So, um, so around, yeah, midnight, I basically was starving and told all of you guys that I was starving and we were going to get food. Yeah. But I found a polite way of saying that if we don't leave, I think I said something like, if we don't leave now, I will die of starvation. And so we must leave. <laughs> like, yeah. I, I didn't realize we were leaving. And then all of a sudden, um, we were like, I wanted to go to the dungeon because I, I right. really wanted to have sex on the swing. And then very, like, within five minutes, we hadn't even had sex yet. And I was like, nope, I'm dying. Everybody was in the dungeon and it was like, we're leaving now. And I was like, oh, (laughs) well, we can go back if you want. I kind of do. Yeah, we can go back. We can go back again. We can go back again. Just so you can have sex in the swing. We can go back with the same people. Cool. Great. So, um, what was I going to say? Right. No, but the reason for that was you wanted to stay, but I was starving. And if I didn't Oh, did eat, I say I wanted to sing? No. Like, you were like, oh, I want to have sex in the swing. And I was like, oh, that's okay. nice. Unfortunately, um, if we don't eat right now, I will die. Yeah. That's yeah. how it feels. And I was also getting drunker and, like, knew it was going to be a problem soon because we hadn't eaten anything. Was I at all, like, disagreeable? No. I'm trying to think about, like... No, you were just a little bit... Uh, it was a little bit like herding cats at one point. I was drunk. But that's... <laughs> yeah, exactly. But I wouldn't feel bad. That's like everyone when they're drunk. Yeah. But also we had... Like we were a group of six. Yeah. So... Yeah. No, I think it was eight by the end because we picked up more friends and we were all oh, yeah. together. The yeah. guy from... Uh, was he from Newfoundland? Yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. I had... Like that's... we had, had like full conversation because it was like... Yeah. East Coast! <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So we picked up more people. We're like, we're going to go... You're like, I've never had shawarma. We're like, well, then we're going to get shawarma. And then later you went, it's just a pita. And we're like, but the chicken is the shawarma. Hmm. It's just yeah okay. <laughs> with chicken shawarma yeah yeah okay. okay like i don't know if you guys have like oh, you probably do because it's toronto when you guys have everything here that calgary has um, donor but like no not donor. Oh, okay that's the one donor? that everyone else has donor kebab is like another donair donair no here you just say donor okay <laughs> nobody says donair here it's just donor kebab it's weird oh, okay anyway continue um and it's because, uh, so at the old pub that I worked at every single night, um, after work, uh, like the bouncers w- would be like, okay, everybody's shawarma order. And I never wanted it. Um, and I just always got the spicy fries. Yeah. You tried to order spicy fries from a place that didn't have spicy fries last night. It was really funny. <laughs> I don't think like, I probably, like, that, yeah. I was like, I expected them to have spicy fries because another place had spicy fries that also served shawarma. You put music in your phone on and then you put your phone in your cleavage. You were just bringing the party with you everywhere. (laughs) And at one point I was with um, my, my friend Jay, we Mm -hmm. were eating and, and he, uh, you're on the outside dancing up on the glass, (laughs) just like twerking up on the glass while I'm like stuffing my face (laughs) with the rest of the food that you couldn't finish because I was that hungry. And, and, um, Paul, Newfie guy. Yeah. 
literally is holding your coat. You had thrown your coat away and he just came in and handed it <laughs> to is- me. And it was like, he's like, this is your friend's coat. And then after that point, we were outside waiting for an Uber. And then we were line dancing. And it turns out that you and I know different versions of the Cotton Eye Joe, but you refuse to show me your version. You're like, mine is superior. We're just going to do mine. I'm like, but I don't know what you're doing. I'm like, mine is superior. You're I'm like, from a cowboy place. Yes. And then, and then this is the most exciting part. We'll get back to the sex after this. When yeah. we got back to my kitchen, I had to teach you guys like traditional Jewish dance, the Dr. Jones. But you couldn't keep up. You just were like not mentally there. So you just started twerking in the middle of it. Except half the dance with the Dr. Jones is like running across the room at each other. And you were just twerking in the middle of the chaos. That is very who I am. Yeah. All of us were like, and it's time for bed. And you're like, no, it's not. We got to keep dancing. And we're like, it's time for bed. You're like, like, no. Yeah. We're like, it was 3 a.m. And you're like, but we don't need to go to bed. We're just going to keep dancing. I'm like, you're not going to want, you will regret this choice tomorrow if we don't go to bed right now. And then we all, I'm sure you pass the fuck out. Like literally, I think I laid down and then I just, <laughs> <laughs> the room's like, I'm not tired. And I'm like, you literally just got so much activity. You're tired. You're overtired. I was, I was overtired and like overwhelmed, but in a good, like, yeah, in a, like a good overwhelmed. Okay. Now let's go back to the sex. You have not come yet. No, I haven't. I am so horny. <laughs> you are not the only person who didn't come last night. Okay. I believe there was at least two other gentlemen in our party. I knew, yeah. Two I knew to that. three. Yeah. Actually, I think none of the guys came. Oh. Which, uh, one of them. That's like new for me. Yeah. When I checked in with one of them, I was like, are you okay? And he was like, oh, I don't come here expecting to come. I come expecting to have a good time. That's awesome. That's, that's kind of like, he's like, I never expect to come when I show up. I'll jerk off when I get home. I like, I like, I have, I know it's a personal thing and it has, it like has to do with the partners that I've had and like where I grew up and all these different things. Like I have to relearn my sexual scripts because my, they're off, you know, <laughs> like, right. and cause if you weren't drunk, you would have been like, but you have to come or the like, sex I- isn't over. Yeah. Like, or like him like, too. Yeah. I would have like, I would have been like, okay, because it, like, I know better, but, um, had I, had it been like five, six, seven, eight years ago and I was having sex with somebody and they didn't come, I would not know like what to do. Right. I would have been like, so what do we, do you know, are we going to take the checkers or like, you know? Right. Like, and like, what we did was we got shawarma. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. said, okay, the sex is done. We're going to go have shawarma. Yeah. But okay. So you didn't come. No. Um, I think I handed I did you... have the magic wand for a minute, but I was, again, I was still like fairly overwhelmed and I was drunk. So it's harder to come. It's so hard to come when there's too much sensory overload. Yeah. And I had, like, I definitely had a separate room. Yeah. I just, I know that a lot of people expect you're going to go to a sex club and you're going to orgasm everywhere, mm-hmm. but I feel like you had a lot of sex, but not, oh, there was not a lot of orgasms. Ooh, shit. I'm doing my makeup. Um, yeah. <laughs> like, um, I, I guess that was the thing too. Like. I don't know what I thought, but I just thought like multiple orgasms everywhere I looked. Kind of like that was going in. I was like, everyone's gonna get one. And was everyone? No. I mean, I orgasm, yeah. but I know how to get there. Yeah. It actually took it took me a lot of work to get there yeah. too. Yeah. There was yeah, there was a moment where I was like, it's gonna take me longer than usual. It will take me maybe closer to three minutes rather than 30 seconds when we're like mm-hmm. actively going towards it. There's like the sex you're having and then there's like, it's time to orgasm getting on the way. Mm-hmm. And uh, it took me longer. Okay. Yeah, for sure. Um, I like my, I've told you this before. I think I told, I, but last time I was on the podcast, it was a thing. Like my orgasm is really tricky. I'm very in my head about it because of um, like an experience, I, the experience I had with my ex who was like mad at how long it took. 
Okay. And like, go fuck him, but yeah, don't. Yeah, exactly. He can go fuck himself, mm-hmm. not you. Yeah. And he was really upset that I would take a very long time um, to orgasm or like I would take a long time to even get aroused and stuff like that. And it's like the average woman takes like 40 minutes or 45 minutes to be fully aroused. Yeah. And you're, you're mad because I'm not aroused and orgasmed within 20 minutes. What? You know, like you didn't show up to the yeah. party already ready to go. Exactly. Yeah. Um, and so like I'm I'm very in my head, like it's uh, college trauma. Uh it's very like a mental thing. And I Yeah. Yeah. Were you in your head last night? I think I was too drunk to be in my head. Which is why people drink sometimes. Oh, shit. <laughs> cat, dumb um, cat fell over. I also was like I remember parts of when I was having sex, um, where I was too in my head. Like it was like I was I was just all of a sudden, and again, like I was, um, like I knew that going in, I was consenting and like, it was not a thing, yeah. but, um, like, <sighs> yeah, you didn't do anything you didn't want to do. No, that no, you no. God expressed no. wanting to do while sober. Exactly. Yeah. Um, and, um, but I, I do remember like, you know how you get those like moments of clarity when you're drunk and you're just like everything, I'm all of a sudden very sober, but then you're drunk again. Yeah. Yeah. You know, like, you know, like um, I had several of those while we were having sex and I remember, what was my point? Um, like, um, I remember like, like thinking to myself, like, this is overwhelming. Yeah. Yeah. And like, cause there was people having sex and there was people having sex and I was having sex and like, person having sex over here was like grabbing my boob and like you know like yeah you know, it was just like I am what yeah one thing that happened to me around. there was one time where I was this was one of the things I was saying one time when I hosted a sex party mm-hmm. um I got overwhelmed at one point not overstimulated but overwhelmed by wanting to make sure that everyone was having a good time like mm-hmm. I feel really responsible for people having a good time mm-hmm. when I'm hosting them especially And I don't want anyone to have like a traumatic experience or a bad experience, especially not at, like, I know that some people have those at sex clubs or can have those things. And I just want to make sure everyone's having Having a good time, time. which means that I'm not having a good time because I'm so worried about everyone else having a good time. Mm. And last night I knew that everyone was having a good time. I didn't need to look. And there also came a moment where I was like, you know what? If they're not enjoying themselves, that's on them to say something to me and they can say what they want. So I am just going to say what I want and I'm going to do it and it's going to be great. Mm. And that's what I did. And it was fantastic. And it was one of the most fun. I honestly, last night was one of the most fun nights that I've had there. I had a lot of fun. Yeah. 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 Um, was it a lot like in my group of friends back at home, um, I'm the mom of the group. Like I'm constantly trying to wrangle people. I'm trying to make sure that they're being safe and like not running off you know, down alleyways. I'm that person. And it yeah. was really nice that I wasn't that person last night. Yeah. No one yeah. had to be that person. I think yeah. we were a group of, I mean, I'm not the mom or the mom friend, but I definitely am the, uh, you know, itinerary list plan. Mm-hmm. I make sure that I don't have to be Maybe the mom. Assistant. I have plan. Yeah. I, have, <laughs> I plan. So I don't need to be the mom. Yeah. You know, I'm like, I have a plan. This is the plan. The plan will be in action. I don't need to be the mom because I know that there's a plan mm-hmm. and other people, my plan sometimes is to not have a plan. And as long as I know that's fine. But last night, all of us were such responsible people that we knew that someone else, that we'd all be okay. Like, mm-hmm. we were like, oh, you can let go when you're in a group of mom friends. Yeah. Because you don't need to be I the don't mom. Need, uh, yeah, I yeah. need to mom. You can twerk like... up on a glass window at the shore place. <laughs> to be fair, even as a mom, I would do that. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> like, uh, even as a mom, I'd be sitting there twerking. Yeah. yeah. 
Okay. What's, that? What's happening with the cat? Uh, she's running around. It's, I know, she's not even my cat. And I think she went to the basement. Oh. She got tired of us not paying attention to her, similar to. She's just annoyed that I thought it was. Oh, it's me shifting in my chair. Oh, okay. I thought I thought she was doing a hairball. And I was like, get it. I don't think she's ever done that. A hairball? I'm not here so far. Oh, lucky. My sister can deal with that later. <laughs> uh, okay. I'm trying to think of like what other, you're right. In terms of the whole, like, you think it's going to be multiple orgasms everywhere, but then you get there and it's just people having it's sex. It's just like people having oh. fun and like letting loose and having a good time. Okay. Bodies. Yeah. Was it uh, one of the other things that they said when you walked in was there are going to be people of all shapes and sizes and orientations and identities here mm-hmm. and you're going to see them in all their full glory and mm-hmm. you must be okay with that. And that was one of the things like, like you're going to see it and that's okay. And like that, you know, that's something that everyone's comfortable with here. Did you feel uh, like it was a body positive space? Did you feel like there was only one kind of body that was acceptable? What? No, God, no. Very body positive. Like I remember, yeah, I, I, actually remember thinking to myself like oh my gosh this is so awesome because like there were people there who were like who I know would have been who would be like very self-conscious in different contexts elsewhere but they were so comfortable comfortable like being in their nude there and it was like that is phenomenal because they like I'm positive they have been uncomfortable in other places in clothes and here, here, it's just like so accepting and loved and awesome. And you can just feel good about yourself. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. I ran into, uh, this couple, it was their first time at Oasis, but not their first time at the club. And they were talking about this other club, club or like, sorry, it was not their first time at a sex or lifestyle club, okay. but it was their first time at Oasis. And they were talking about this one called NYX, which is in Oakville, which is like about an hour, hour and a half away from here. And not not the makeup brand. I'm thinking Oakland. No, I was not thinking Oakland. of Raiders. The no. Raiders. I was like Oakville. Oh, Raiders. Yeah, and I've never been there, but they were saying it's a lot more like nightclub dance floor. Mm-hmm. And so they said it's fun. It's just a different vibe. It's like if you want to go dance and then have sex, but you can't really talk to people there. Mm-hmm. But Oasis, everyone's friendly. Everyone's talking. I'm like, yeah, this is where I make my friends. Mm-hmm. This is where I meet people who like the same things that I like. And it's not just sex. Like, yeah. I play Dungeons and Dragons, but also, like, are really cool people. Or, like, you know, the metal friends. And, yeah. Um, like, from Newfoundland. Yeah. He and I, uh, he, he and I. Is that his wife as well? Yeah. She was nice that time. Yeah, they're lovely. Yeah. Um, I don't know if I'm allowed to name them on the podcast, but nobody knows who I'm talking about unless they know who I'm talking about. So it should be okay. Yeah. But like I hang with, we talk about like martial arts stuff. Like we, you know what I mean? Like they're yeah. all just really cool, wonderful people. I actually had no idea that you knew him um, when like, cause I only met him at the end of the dungeon uh, and we were talking before everybody else got there. And then all of a sudden he like looked at you and was like, is this the one you've never met before? Who is like, um, who like flew out to meet you <laughs> and stuff like that. And it was like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I was like, oh, you know who I am. Yeah. yeah. Like, yeah. Like, yeah. And yeah. that's exactly it. Like, it's just a nice, friendly group of people. When mm-hmm. I mentioned some that, so what happened was I said to one group of friends, the, the, uh, like, um, I told them that, uh, you were coming. I don't know if I'm allowed to say that. No one I know listens. I'll have to find out if I should bleep out their names later. I'm going to message them and find out if I'm allowed to. But anyway. Um, I had told them that we were all going and they should come. And then I was also going to tell like P&T that like we were going, but they got to them first and told them first. So then they ended up buying tickets for the same night. And then I'm like, yeah, I'll show up. And then I felt really bad because I told her to show up, but was already too drunk and horny. And was like, okay, bye. I'm going to go upstairs. <laughs> I got a call and be like, I'm so sorry. I was already horny by the time you showed up. Yeah, but she knew it. 
she knew she can tell when I'm ready yeah to go yeah after a year of working at Oasis with me <laughs> I sat with her for a while her and her partner for a while watching the body paint and stuff like that I think yeah yeah, yeah. truly lovely people they are, they yeah are. that's the thing you meet really nice people oh and then at one point at the end of the night I saw this one guy who I would I always would refer to him as Clark Kent because he had this perfect hair and these glasses and so I came up and perfectly I like gave him a nod. I remember that word. Perfectly quaffed. Yeah. yeah. Perfectly quaffed yeah. pubes, perfectly quaffed hair. Mm-hmm. And not him. The pubes were uh, someone else's perfectly quaffed pubes. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Um, so Keep going. I used to call him uh, like Superman or Clark Kent because he had that look and I could never remember his name. I mean, I'll remember it now because I've asked him so many times. And we hadn't seen each other since before the pandemic. And I like instantly saw him and we like made eye contact and I went over and was like, how are you? He's like, I'm celebrating. I started a new role at work. I'm sure that's not exciting to you at a sex club. And I'm like, no, tell me all about your new role. And then he actually started telling me about it. And I was like, dude, that's, I'm going to tell you off camera just so this guy doesn't actually get outed. But like, it was one of those things where I was like, the more you explain, the more excited I am for you. And also I know exactly what you do for a living because I used to work in nonprofit and like, Mm. I totally understand this kind of role. And we talked about it for a bit and it was like a non-sex conversation. And then he's like, oh, so are you like playing with people tonight? I'm like, dude, I was just in that room for like an hour. And he's like, fuck, I missed it. You're so hot. I've always wanted to watch. And I'm like, sorry, maybe next time. Yeah. And it was just really nice that we had this nice, genuine moment of connection about nothing to do with sex. But also he's super hot and I would totally watch him have sex too. So like when he said that, I was like, I wish I had known that earlier. I would have been like, join the room of people that are all sort of watching each other. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So yeah. What a good time. I had, I talked that guy's ear off for a long time which uh that guy yeah yeah the guy you were with yeah for like a long time I'm very talkative when I'm drunk so uh, good good thing uh he's uh friends with me so I'm sure he's used to having yeah, his yeah. ear talked off <laughs> um again at the pub that I used to work at for um uh Christmas one year they like gave me a megaphone that's funny it's like you can just keep going. Just keep going. I am surrounded by men who like short, curly-haired, talkative girls with thick thighs. That's all I'm going to say. So you are <laughs> I'm in, in good company. Good company. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah. 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 Perfect. Yeah. Okay. Any last... I know that you were drunk, so you don't remember as much. So half of this has been me just retracing the night for you. I loved it. It's, like, I appreciate that. Anyways, yeah. Um, any last words? Yeah. Any last, like, thoughts? Is there anything else that was really particularly fun or something that you were hoping for that didn't happen other than the sex swing? We'll go back. Mm-hmm. Um, hoping for this didn't happen or last thoughts. I guess like I was upset that there were lines for things. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, like the bar and well like to get body painted, yeah. Not but not just that, like to like in the dungeon and stuff like that. Like people were like waiting to use things. The equipment. Yeah, the equipment. And I was like It was really busy. Yeah. Yeah. Really busy. But, like I didn't expect there to, I didn't expect there to be enough people there that, that there there would be lines for things. That makes sense. You know? Um I because I didn't it's, yeah. think it was gonna be like an actual club atmosphere. So Right. Yeah. You weren't expecting it to be like you were expecting it to be like a restaurant with sex booths. Yeah. Not yeah. a party. Yeah. That okay, so the way that I've explained sex clubs in the city to people, or the ones in Toronto, is that there's there's um M4, which some people describe as mattress on the floor. Which isn't bad. Some people really like that vibe. They like that it's like very, it's more affordable. It's a lot more low key. There are a lot more single dudes there, solo dudes. And some people really like that, like kind of like that vibe. Mm -hmm. Um, There's like NYX, I've been told, and X Club are much more like your nightclub lounge, like club. Okay. Um, Like not necessarily that CSI club, but like literally like a nightclub vibe with sex rooms. Yeah, yeah, with music. And, like, there is no... You can't get food delivered there. 
But Oasis feels like a house party. Yeah, it did feel like a house. That's exactly that's exactly the vibe. Like a house the, party. Like a house party in the movies. Yeah. Not like the house party you throw. Like no. the house party you want to go to. It's yeah, it's the house party that like you wish you threw. Okay. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. There's music, there's people, there's like life everywhere I, you look. I actually also remember at one point thinking like I was upset that there wasn't a dance floor. Yeah, so the the thing that they have as a dance floor is sort of that main area pole. That's why they have the mm-hmm. booth sort of around it. But people just don't use it because they yeah. they don't really... People will dance, but it's usually one or two or three people who are like, I just want to dance. And then they go dance. But there's no dance floor because people They're would like, rather be in the pool. Yeah. Because the pool's phenomenal. Yeah. So like, yeah. Yeah. So yeah. it's a house party. Yeah. Definitely. Okay, if you were going to give advice to someone going for their first time, even they've listened this whole episode... They still don't really know what to expect because, as you said, you have your like preconceived notions when you show. What advice would you give to someone going for the first time, other than don't chug three gin drinks right before you go? <laughs> um, I guess it would be like I don't want to say like go with people that you're comfortable with because you can go solo. Um, it helps, but if like you go that with was comfortable with. that was a big thing for me is that I went with people that I like even though I've only actually like, we've only physically met two days ago. Like I felt like I knew you and all of your friends already. And like, they have come to all of our workshops and our yeah. test runs. If that <laughs> yeah. And um, so like go with people you're, you know, and you're comfortable with and also be open-minded, I guess. Like you're going to see things you didn't expect to see. You're going to do things you didn't expect to do probably, but go open-minded while also cons- being aware and informed consent. Yeah. You know? And uh, I guess my last question, just because we have mentioned that you were very drunk for a lot of this. Did you, uh, how did, how would you describe the staff interactions with you? Oh, amazing. I loved that. Like, so like we said, I was pretty drunk the first, when I first got there, they immediately cut me off. Like I was immediately cut off. Yeah. We told um, them, you told yeah. them, I told them and they did. Yeah. And, um, and they didn't, they, they like, they weren't rude about they it. They weren't rude about it whatsoever. They weren't like judging me because I was too drunk and I was there. And like, I would yeah. say too drunk, but I, I wasn't too drunk. But like, they weren't like judging me because I was drunk in there. And I feel like a lot of other nightclubs, like if I, if you're too drunk or you're just like really drunk. When they say, yeah, you. by too drunk, you mean like sloppy drunk. Sloppy, okay, yeah. yeah. Not yeah. like if you're falling over yeah. or like they would, they would have taken care of you and said time for you to go home and put you in the Yeah. Cabin. Yeah. Yeah. When you say too drunk, you mean like woo girl drunk. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, dancing queen um um and but also what was really awesome too is they they also let me explain to them after I had sobered up quite a bit um I had done a lot of activity and spent time in the hot tub and drank a lot of water yeah after I was sobered up quite a bit they were like like rate your level of like should you be drinking again and I um and I thought about it I got to like think about it for a minute and I was like yeah I'm okay now and I liked that. that and they, they let you think, yeah, and they asked yeah. and you thought about it. Yeah. And I really liked that they were like, they let me decide for myself, but also like judged what, how I was deciding, I guess. Yeah. Like they didn't, I would have like, as a, as a bartender, I would have just cut somebody off and then they wouldn't have another drink for the night. Yeah. Yeah. Well, they also want people to have a good time mm-hmm. and like cutting people off sometimes isn't, is it starts fights too, yeah. as you know. Yeah. But they, I mean, I think it also helps that both of the bartenders that night were women Mm -hmm. and they were just very conscious of making sure that you were safe. And she kept my shoes. I remember asking her several times about my shoes and she was like, they're safe. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. They're like, she's drunk and they're safe. Yeah. 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 Um, I 
feel like we all have those days and times where you are that person who is drunk and repeating themselves over and over and and over again. And I've been that person. Mm -hmm. We're all going to be that person. And I know I don't want my friends to be annoyed by me when I'm like that. So I don't get annoyed by my friends. I'm like, I've been there and it's a fun place to be sometimes. And like the bartenders deal with that all the time, Mm -hmm. but they did it very kindly. Very well. And if they were annoyed, they didn't let it show. I hadn't, if they were annoyed with me, which I'm sure that they like could have been, <laughs> like, they, they, they would have had, know. they would have pro- had probable cause to be annoyed with me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah, like, they didn't let that show whatsoever. Okay. Really nice. Yeah. And now just because this is another common thing that comes up, I asked you for advice as if we were done this topic, but we're not yet. Um, shall we talk about condoms and safer sex? Because sure. we didn't have any yesterday. <laughs> condoms? We didn't, we did not have safer sex yesterday. Oh, No. But we sorry Again. we did we did yeah because we knew who we were with we knew we the made status. decisions yeah we made decisions yeah um I hate condoms I hate condoms <laughs> like they're terrible I would rather have sex with someone there that I know that I don't need to have use condoms with than yeah. sex with someone that I don't know just like condom free sex with someone you know I will take over rando variety condom sex yes yeah any day yeah but there were condoms. Everywhere. Yes. Yeah. But there was one point where I think I looked at you and mm-hmm. was you like, did. yeah, and was like, I know how you feel about condoms. I'm just going to bring out here that this could be an option that nobody needs to worry about. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. And um, the person I was with was like, cool, without a condom. And I was like, yeah. 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 And yeah, because also, again, it's not like for me, I'm going you're to not, You're not at risk for pregnancy. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I'm not at risk for pregnancy. Um, But for me... Asking somebody to wear a condom is not about getting them to wear a condom. It's about seeing their reaction to me asking them to wear a condom. For example. For example. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Like shoulders. Okay. About, like, shoulders is about to become an interprovincial sensation. Yeah. Tell us the story. Oh, um, like the whole thing? Um, sure, sure. Or yeah, why don't you tell the whole thing? Okay. It's a funny story. It's a hilarious story. So I was having, um, um, I got set up on this date with this guy. And uh, I went home with him, um, but he lived in the same building as one of my best friends. And it was my best friend that kind of like set up the night and stuff. Um, And so I was over at this guy's house and we were fooling around. He went down on me for like literally like 15 to 30 seconds. I don't know. And then tried to shove his like dick into me. And I like, I was like, whoa, whoa, like I'm not ready yet. And do you have a condom? And he was like, no, I don't. And he just like tried to shove it in me again. And I was like, okay, like, then we'll just do stuff about like above the, the waist. Yeah. yeah. I, just, I can't Hand remember. things, yeah. mouth things. Yeah. Yeah. And he was like, um, like, no, like, I don't want to do that, blah, blah, blah. And then um, I was like, oh, well, um, do you like, do you have a condom? And he was like, no. I, he's like, I don't have condoms or something. And, uh, and I was like, luckily I'm a sex educator and like, I know who I am. And like, um, I was like, I have a condom <laughs> and he was like, I don't want to wear that. And I said to him like, okay, like, so we just won't have like penetrative sex then. And I started like, he was already kind of giving off the vibe. So I just started to get dressed and he started to try to like convince me to stay. And he kept on saying a bunch of different things, but the thing that really showed out, stood out was like. But look at my shoulders. Like, look at these shoulders. And like, he was flexing while he, and he did it. Oh, my God. He did, like, full, like, muscle man flexes and, like, kept talking about his shoulders. 
And I, and I was like, I don't know what to do with your, like, what are you talking about? Like, what do I do with what this information? Are, yeah. With these shoulders. Yeah. And, uh, and he, and he said to me, do you know any girls I could fuck with these shoulders? And I was just like flabbergasted. I think, um, like your friend said it last night. I can't remember what he said, but, um, like, <laughs> like they have, they're not, they have nothing to do with each other. <laughs> yeah. Like, you know? Oh and, uh, yeah. <laughs> Can you please wear a mask? I don't need to wear a mask. I'm wearing shoes. shoes. Yeah, exactly. That's what they said. Like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, what? Well, I was like, yeah, that's exactly. Wearing shoes. Completely. And, uh, and he was just like, too many girls I could fuck with these shoulders. And I, my response is immediately just sarcasm. So I looked at my, down at my tits and I was like, oh my God, look at these tits. And, uh, and he was like, what do you mean? And I was like, too many people would wear a condom for these tits. <laughs> like, you know, like, what do you want me to say to this? And then he tried to, um, shame me into it. And he was like, well, if you want if you want to wear a condom so bad, like, Is I know it, that I'm clean. Like, you must be dirty. Bleh. I know so bad. And I, uh, like, I went down on, like, I'm, again, super sarcastic. And I went down and I was like, oh. She's, just doing? to describe, she, yeah. her hands are together on her lap and she bent over as if she was speaking to a toddler. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Like, oh, is that what we're doing? We're going to shame me into having sex without a condom. <laughs> like, you know. Like, shaming each other now. <laughs> yeah. 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 Like, yeah. Yeah. And it was so stupid. And he, like, he then continued to talk about his shoulders. Um, and it was just like, this is so absolutely terrible. And I told him later, I was like, any, like, any answer that included, like, I don't have a condom, we'll just do above the waist. Like, let's go get a condom. Do you have a condom? Like, sh any answer that would have shown that you were thinking about or willing to wear a condom would have got you two pumps in with the condom and then me being like, take the condom off, I don't want it. So where the fucking like, but I was at that point, he would, he, he, he really like, reveals a lot of himself to you in that interaction oh my, so much. And so ever since Marissa has told me about this, um, you know, I've just been wondering what's my body part. That means that I'm so hot. I get to be an asshole. Mm -hmm. And so far, everyone that we've asked has confirmed. I thought it was my ass because, well, actually I thought it was my collarbones, but everyone has assured me it is in fact my ass. Mm -hmm. And Marissa thinks that it's her boobs. And so far, everyone has, yes, confirmed that it is, it is my boobs. her boobs. I get so, that. listeners, if you feel like writing in about which of your body part is so good that you get to be a total jackass, we would love to hear from you which body part that <laughs> yeah. is. Yeah. Some men would be like, it's my fingers. Yeah. <laughs> it's just my, it's my tongue. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But That's like, right. shoulder, the thing too is like, shoulders. It's fucking shoulders. It's your shoulders. Like, what do you, what, like, what? Yeah. yeah. Like, Our shoulders. Yeah. All right. Okay. I think this has been a fun time. Uh, we're going to go back to Oasis, I guess. We got to get you in that sex wing. Yes, I really want to. We got to finish our makeup yeah. and head out soon. Are you going to do your bottom eyeliner today? No. Okay. That feels like a party thing. Uh, it's a party thing for you. Okay. Oh, that was, I just really want to, like, I have braces. And that was actually something I was worried about last night because... Um, because you were saying you just braces. got the bottom braces in. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And it was, and it wasn't a thing I had to worry about. Good to know. It was like, that just goes into like the body positivity kind of thing. Like it wasn't a thing I had to worry about. It was nice. Yeah. It's nice to know that when you get braces, you can still give head. Yeah. But I like, I have a really tiny mouth. I don't give good head. Like I don't think I could. Give I have head. a tiny mouth. <laughs> yeah. Like, Sometimes it makes it easier. Yeah. You do not, I feel like, uh, okay. Just as an aside, some people think good head is deep throating and other people don't give a shit if you can deep throat. Mm. And I think I that if. I incorporate my hands because I. Yeah. Because that's how you get the, you do the tunnel. Mm -hmm. um, I do yeah the cy the cyclone yeah. as, the, as the edge called it back when i was in high school yeah. yeah the cyclone is 
literally a term that I learned from a radio station in high school where your mouth is like the top and then your hands are doing like this kind of like twisty motion. Mm-hmm. Like, and then you do both together, kind of like a big, long, twisty tunnel. Yeah. Yeah. And then you just kind of like vary your pressure depending on what people want. Okay. <clears throat> Um, we don't have a listener question this week because once again, this is a special episode, but I do want to include a sex ed story of the week, but I, I didn't get any either because literally I woke up once again, hung over and was like, Marissa, we're recording. Let's talk about this. So, uh, Marissa, tell me one story from sex ed when you were a kid. Story from sex ed. Yeah. Anything you were, any sort of sexual education experience you had, good or bad. Your mom totally counts. You tell so many stories about how great your mom was. Um, okay. So my mom totally counts. Uh, now I'm trying to think of one and I always have these stories and now I'm like, I'm on the spot. I can't think of one. Uh, Oh, uh, uh, your mom didn't tell you to wait for marriage. No, she definitely, yeah. Her entire, like, so me and my mom started talking about sex when I was like four or five. Like we actually started talking about people and like their bodies and their bodies together and like different things. And one of the reasons for that is because we live beside a prostitute and like, uh, and like, sorry, a sex worker. And, um, and it was around, you know, like, yeah. And, um. Uh, so I can't remember where I was going. Um, Sexual debut. Yeah. Yeah. So when I was like probably 11 or 12 or something like that, and uh, it was something I was starting to be like aware of more and was like, um, and like had the conversation with my mom because she had talked about to me about it forever. I was very comfortable talking to her about it. You know, like, first of all, if you're a parent, talk to your kids about sex. Okay. Like, um, uh, and she straight up told me right away, do not wait for marriage. She's like, sexual compatibility matters. And if you wait for marriage, you do not know if you're sexually compatible. And then you are locked into a contract that you might not want. And like, you know, like, yeah. And I like knowing people who have waited for marriage and then got divorced because their sexual compatibility was so bad. Like, I actually have a, I have a sex partner who was like, that was one, like, I was the major reason we got divorced. I am so glad that my mom was like, do not wait for marriage. Test drive the car. And like, you know, like, (laughs) yeah. Um, But again, my mom, like, I would come home. We always got letters when we were doing sex ed. So my mom knew when the sex ed classes were. And I would come home and she would be like, tell me what you learned. I want to correct them if I need to. (laughs) Like, you know, like, and that, and she did a lot. It was awesome. Thank you for listening, everybody, to this special episode that involved no public news, but definitely private news. Yeah. Um, you can join the Deviants Defining Elite by uh, lots of ways. Join our communities on Patreon, patreon.com slash sexnewswithray. Big thanks to our supporters, but especially to Judah. Uh, thank you, Judah. Follow us on Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter at sexnewswithray. Submit a listener question or your sex ed story through sharewithray.com slash podcast or email sexnewswithray at gmail.com. DM me. Where can you DM me? The SMWR Instagram at with the Ray on Instagram and TikTok or Action with Ray, which is a sexuality coaching Instagram. For latex content, follow at Laser Latex. And for news, follow my OnlyFans at Laser Latex. The podcast is produced by me and engineered by Josh from Josh T Films and is hosted at sexnewswithray.podbean.com. The theme music is by Blank and Brilliant and our logo is by Dolly Shop Photography. Shout out to Oasis as well. Thank you for having like thank you for giving me an awesome like first time sex episode. Thank you, Oasis Aqualand. <laughs> yeah.